and welcome to a special edition of Drunk Monkeys. We are here at Bistro Campan in Lincoln Square, and we are with uh, Alex Uribe, who is the manager and beverage director. Director, thank you, uh, for Bistro Campan, and he is here to tell us we we just tasted some absinthe, uh, and now we are going to be tasting green chartreuse. Green chartreuse, mm. classic French liqueur. Um, beautiful old school elixir, kind of the, the like quintessential spirit made by monks. The Cartesian monks in the French Alps have been producing some form of this since uh, the 1600s. Oh, wow. wow. And it supposedly was an elixir to prolong life. Mm. Um, a lot of like alchemists were kind of messing around with things like that. And uh, this passed from hand to hand and generation to generation. And uh, the legend goes that still to this day, only three monks, each knowing only a third of the recipe and process, produce the green chartreuse. Wow. And you're probably familiar with the, the slightly younger chartreuse that you'll see on a lot of the cool bars these days. Um, but this is the VEP, which I'm not going to even try to translate that and, uh, or pronounce it in French. <laughs> just try, just try. But it, uh, just try. <laughs> all right, let's see. Vilissement exceptionalement prolonged, which Beautiful. means exceptionally prolonged aging. Um, <laughs> of your life or of the beverage? Of the beverage. Okay. And hopefully of your life. It, uh, it really mm -hmm. is supposedly a great, um, at least for anything digestive you know, qualities, it helps ale or cure what ails you. Wow. So, uh, yeah. We're going to live forever. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, my first question. Yeah, right? My first question is, so the color chartreuse is green. Yes. So this is green chartreuse, which is like green, green. Pretty much. The the, the color chartreuse was actually named after the spirit. Oh, really? I did not know that. I was not aware of that either. We are learning so much today. And saving lives. We are saving <laughs> lives. With liquor. <laughs> and prolonging them. And prolonging them. Uh, so there's also, you said the, the younger aged chartreuse is mm -hmm. like the yellow chartreuse, right? Well, you'll also or, get a green chartreuse as well as the yellow, uh, probably retailing between like $50 and $60. Um, this guy also comes in a yellow. Uh, the yellow is always slightly younger than the green, um, but that being said, green is you know the classic the chartreuse that everyone thinks of. Um, it has what? a bit of a more pronounced flavor than the yellow does. And that's the major difference. That is, is the that? major difference, yeah. Um, and then this this one uh, retails at about 150 to 160 Whoa. Um, but oh. you get a high class box. <laughs> we are living high on the hog today, and that is a lovely box. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, reset. Um, so with, what are the, what are the flavors of a chartreuse? What are the herbs that are well, used? Well, it, it's really hard to say for sure. They're uh, claimed to be about 130 different herbs, botanicals, barks, and roots that go into the process, uh, wow. but none of them that they're they're claiming. <clears throat> um, but if you really kind of sit, drink, and dissect, you you get hints of cardamom, coriander, um, the big three C's, caraway Whoa. as well. It opens Ooh. your sinuses right it up. Does, like. Oh. You get a little star anise. There, there may or may not be wormwood, the, the, the main ingredient in absinthe, in this as well. Um, mm. That smells wow. real nice. Yeah, oh it really has a, like a savory quality to it. It does. It looks like olive oil to me. It has a very kind of a viscous quality to it. Yeah, and it does have that, like, it clings to the sides of the glass. Um, that's probably from the residual sugar, though, right? Is uh, that yeah, a... definitely. Oh my of course. Gosh. I knew that's that too. It, like, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I was thinking, like, if it is oilier, because I, I actually don't know if it's if it's something is a little bit oilier, does that also cling to the sides of the glass, or is it? I mean, yeah, that'll that'll definitely help help as well. And so, with all the botanicals they're using, I'm sure a lot of the oils are remaining post distillation. This is weird so to say. I want to use this as a perfume. Mm. No, that's not weird. It'd be weird if you didn't to. want to. Just all right, take the bottle and like. Yeah. yeah, I mean it would just... be expensive perfume, but I guess that's how perfume hey. you get more for your money actually than perfume. Oh my gosh! Anyway, it smells I'm... like I could just smell this all day after afternoon, all day afternoon. Yeah, me too. Shall we try? Is there is there more that we need to know before we dive into the sipping of it? No, just that monks are awesome and that they've been <laughs> bringing us great things like Trappist beers, green chartreuse. Yeah. Um, you know. Those monks got it going on. Yeah, they know what's up. You know, they, you take a vow of uh, silence often, abstinence. You, you need to, to focus your energy somewhere. Yeah, and you I need some sort yeah. of release, right? Definitely. <laughs> so, alcohol. So there's, there's 130 <laughs> different herbs in it. Is each monk responsible for, like, 40... See, that's, that's the question. Like, you know, they're not talking, and that's the problem. Um, it's like, you, you know, you get... Each one has a third. Is it a third of the recipe? Is it a third of the process? You know, I don't really know how it breaks itself down. And this mm. might all be old school and now just a marketing ploy. I mean, there is a distillery located near the original um, monastery, mm-hmm. uh, but it's no longer actually made on the monastery grounds. Oh, I see. Um, so a lot of this might just be great PR. Yeah. But that being said, the fact that this has been around in one form or another since 1605 is, you know... Someone's not talking. <laughs> I'm about to drink I, some history. Uh, no, I do. I love that. Do you want to try Cheers, it? Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Oh, oh gazawi. Yeah. Uh. It's got some heat. A really kind of a warming quality. Yeah. It does. It's spicy. Well, it's really thick. It like coats your tongue. Mm-hmm. It is also uh, 54% alcohol by volume, so that is like what 108 proof. So higher than the normal. Yeah. Let me see the label. That's nice. Simple. Mm-hmm. This isn't some Wrigleyville trash that we're talking about. <laughs> this is real stuff. Oh my gosh, it's really good. I really like it. Yeah, this is what the real hipster is drinking, not Malort. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, it's like spreads out through the mouth. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's like a, a tiny explosion, and then it sort of mellows out into this really lovely floral, foresty, mm-hmm. mossy. And it's yeah. like each sip, you kind of start dissecting different flavors. It starts kind of open it's opening mm-hmm. itself up. It's sweet and it's easy to drink, and but I wouldn't want to drink it fast, obviously. But like no, sipping. that's something you definitely want to savor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the experience of it too is very. Uh, is very cool with the like just how green it is there's something because you don't really have very many like super green liqueurs that you're just gonna yeah nothing nothing like this concentrated now <clears throat> and so it's it's very beautiful and like stained glass looking so it's just uh it's just a really gorgeous experience to have in your mouth yeah and in your eyes <laughs> it reminds me the color reminds me of surge cola y'all remember surge I don't I remember Surge, no. The only reason I drank it was because it was this really weird green color. I didn't really like it. Was it like the inexpensive Mountain Dew? No, or? it was like a full-out Coke product, and it was like Surge, and it was, you know, it was... Maybe it was there because Mountain Dew's Pepsi, so, but it was... I don't know. It was like green and weird, and everybody hated it, 
but I always drink it. So this is, it's going to make me want to drink it because of the color. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the color, because of the flavor, too. It's really lovely. So yeah. you would drink this, um, uh... This During is definitely, a meal. yeah, this is definitely something I would drink probably after a meal, just mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of skip the cognac or the whiskey and just go for your chartreuse. Now, um, I have ordered this here before, and she brought over, like, a hot, like, a, a cup of hot water, and then set the the snifter, am I using that correctly, yeah. up on top of it to sort of You kind of heat the glass a little, a little bit. bit, yeah, okay, and that's so. something you do a lot of times with cognac. Um, that's really up to personal preference, you know, it's not... A necessity um, but it actually opens up a little bit of the, the bouquet and the flavors a bit you know mm. without cooking the spirit where then you might lose some of the alcohol yeah. heaven forbid so you would never like add anything to this like water or ice or anything right? uh, you don't you don't you don't need to um, but I don't think that there are any hard or fast rules uh, when consuming spirits you know just enjoy it whatever yeah. is gonna make you like your it. experience better is this ever incorporated into a cocktail? Oh yeah, there are several old school um, cocktails that call for green chartreuse. Um, you know, off the top of my head, I'm totally blanking. Um, oh, I love that one. That's, <laughs> well, really that's my one. favorite, totally blanking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it's remember one of those. It's just green chartreuse and Everclear. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I would definitely drink this again. And. Um, Absolutely. It's it's lovely that you shared it with us today. That was my pleasure. Yeah. Any excuse to drink. Yeah, sure. yeah right? Um, right. Good job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? We have a great life. It's like Mad Men in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is just research and development. Right. That's yes. all. Yeah, right. Quality control. <laughs> ah, so uh, again, thanks so much to Alex Uribe. It was my pleasure. And Bistro Campan for hosting us today. And uh, until next time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>